It's time, D-Heads. Disney Blue presents Disney On Demand. Every week, Disney Blue lets you relive the magic, the movies, and the memories with celebrity guests, the best of classic Disney, and breaking news on Disney's latest. So put on your ears and give it a little bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Disney Blue's Disney On Demand is on the air! Now, here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of you D-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And this week, we are celebrating all things to be thankful for and so much more as we have officially hit 200 shows here at Diz Radio. That's right. Over the last almost eight years, we have finally reached that 200 show mark. And to help us celebrate Thanksgiving, all things to be thankful for, and celebrate 200 shows, we have none other than Mark Roseman stopping in here this week. That's right. Mark Roseman, you may know as the director of many of your Disney Channel favorites. From Lizzie McGuire, Even Stevens, the Disney Channel original movies Life Size, Model Behavior, as well as A Cinderella Story, and so much more. And Mark is going to be stopping in here to talk about what it's like bringing these classics to life for new generations, great storytelling, what it's like being behind the camera, directing these Disney Channel family favorites, and so much more. In addition, no show would be complete, especially with Thanksgiving in the wings, without the D-Team. That's right, and Dominic's going to be stopping in with a short leash with tips and tricks to make the most out of your Walt Disney World vacation when you're short on time and short on money. You have the questions, he has the answers, Aaron is going to answer all your questions, and I want to know. We have Alexa with the latest from the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts with Disney Parks in 5. Maybe your stomach's growling, you're a little hungry? We have Trisha and Jamie here with Magical Munchies. And let's introduce our brand new D-Team member, yes, with an all-new Disney segment just for all of you D-Heads out there. We are introducing Frank here to the D-Team this week on show number 200 to celebrate Thanksgiving and so much more. We have all kinds of news hot off the D-Wire from the Disney Channel, the Disney Parks, Disneyland, hamburgers, shakes, you name it, all kinds of fun Disney news here this week. Now, as I mentioned, it is show 200. We are excited to be celebrating 200 shows here at Diz Radio. And of course, this is our Thanksgiving show. Now, I know Thanksgiving is a week away, but as always, we always take Thanksgiving off here at the show because we want you to spend that time with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and not worry about downloading and listening to us ramble week in and week out. So it is Thanksgiving here at Diz Radio, and we have a lot of fun things as the D-Team's going to be stopping in all show long with what they're thankful for, what we're thankful for, and so much more. So it is so much fun here this week, lots of fun things on the horizon. So let's officially jump into this week's show, and before I do that, I do want to mention that Diz Radio is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel, and Castle and Dreams Travel is 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, and make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have from dining reservations, character interactions, you name it, they are going to hold your hand, treat you like family, and walk you through the process. They have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you could possibly have. So definitely check them out. Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. All right, all of you D-heads, I am excited. 200 shows, Thanksgiving, so much more. Let's officially jump into show number 200 for the week, November 16th, 2017. And we all have something to be thankful for. Let's officially kick off this week's show. And here our story begins, on an especially special day, 
a most joyful day when we find ourselves feeling just a bit more thankful that things are as they are and we have what we have. A day for celebration, for coming together. And there was none who looked forward to this wonderful time more than the bear named Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Christopher Robin! Christopher Robin! Christopher Robin! Oh, Christopher Robin, do you know which day it is? Which, Pooh Bear? Only my most favorite day of all. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> is it then? And what are you thankful for, Pooh? Why, nothing short of everything. But most of all, I am thankful for the company of friends such as yourself. Which reminds me that I must remind the others. Oh, and you will be joining us for Thanksgiving dinner, won't you, Christopher? I shouldn't miss it for anything. Oh, then I really must be going, as there is very much to do and very little time for doing it. Silly old bear. Hooray, hooray, today is the day to give thanks for giving and give thanks away. We'll gather together and share all our treats. I'm sure there'll be plenty of honey to eat. Hooray, hooray, today is the day to give thanks for giving and give thanks away. Thanks to trees, thanks to bees. Oops, I almost forgot. Thanks for the honey in my honey pot. Hooray, hooray, today is the day to give thanks for giving and give thanks away. Thanks for the night and thanks for this day and thanks for the honey that's coming my way. Thanks for Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> and now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hey, D-Heads, this is Aaron. I wanted to share with you what I am thankful for this year. Thankful for my family and for their health. Thankful for my friends I have in my life. I'm also thankful for my second family, the D-Team. It's nice to have like-minded people that understand you and have your back. And as always, I am thankful for you D-Heads that listen to the show and give me an outlet for my Disney obsession. Hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving and gets to spend time with the ones they love. And no Thanksgiving is complete without the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, watching a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, watching football, and of course, eating way too much. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Take a 
It's Disney Blues. Disney on demand. You hear that? It's the winds of change. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all you D-heads, so I am back. I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 200. Yes, 200 shows here at Diz Radio. I am ecstatic. 200 shows, 250 celebrity guests, and we are coming up on almost eight years for our eight-year anniversary here at Diz Radio. And, of course, we're celebrating Thanksgiving all show long. That's right. Next week, we always take the week off because we want you to spend that time with your friends, your family, and your loved ones, not worry about listening to us here at the show. So this is our Thanksgiving show. So it is a fun romp here this week here at Diz Radio as we're gearing up for Mark Roseman to be stopping in as well to talk about directing such great things like Model Behavior, Life Size, A Cinderella Story, Lizzie McGuire, Even Stevens, and so much more. We also have the D team and all kinds of fun. So before I jump into this week's show here, with news hot off the D-Wire. First and foremost, I want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And you can always stay connected on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash show. That's D-I-Z radio, S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. Just search Disney On Demand. Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, all of which are going to help you find our fun, unique, quirky, different kind of Disney show. And maybe you just can't wait. You need to hear the magic in your ears instantly. You want to hear the magic. You want to hear the celebrity guests, the D-team. It is super easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and search Disney On Demand, Diz Radio, or Disney Blue. And there you can subscribe and get the latest shows on your mobile device, your iPhone, your Android, the tablet of your choosing, and listen to the newest shows as they get released instantly every single week. And if you can't remember any of these links, you're sitting here going, this guy's rambling on, I can't follow along, just go to dizradio.com, D-I-Z radio.com, and there you can find all these links there as well. All right, so with that said, it is out of the way. It is Thanksgiving, right? It's our Thanksgiving time. So I'm not going to give you a crazy amount of news because we have a lot of fun things. We have the D-team stopping in throughout the show with what they're thankful for, their signature segments. We have Mark Roseman coming in, but let's jump into an all-holiday collection featuring Disney's Mickey Mouse that's going to help Keels donate over $100,000 to Feeding America, a great charity right there. Now, Keels, since 1851, is proud to announce this last week its collaboration with Disney this holiday season, featuring a collection of Mickey Mouse, one of the most beloved characters that we all know. Come on. He's everybody's favorite, right? Now, part of this one-of-a-kind collaboration furthers the company's support of organizations that help keep children and their families thrive. Now, select items from the Disney and Keels collection is going to make up the 9th annual limited edition charitable holiday collection. This is 100% of its net profits of this collection, up to $100,000, goes to benefit Feeding America, the nation's leading domestic hunger relief charity. Now, this donation will help provide up to one million one hundred thousand meals to families this holiday season that is an outstanding number of people that it's going to help now with a presence in all 50 states and washington dc and puerto rico feeding america's nationwide network of over 200 member food banks supports over 60,000 food assistance programs shelters and meal sites and each year 
Feeding America also provides meals and resources to over 46 million people in the United States struggling with food insecurity, including nearly 12 million children. This is a fantastic cause, especially with Thanksgiving in the wings. Now, 100% of the profits, like I said, up to $100,000 is going to go to Feeding America. Now, there is a lot of products that you could buy that you can give out as gifts of yourself, knowing that it's going to a great cause. There's a special edition collection for our cause where it has a favorites package with Mickey Mouse, it's in the tin, and it's only $45. Now, if you look at what the net profits is, if you buy this for $45, you have just provided 350 meals for Feeding America. Yes. Now, there's a special edition cream of the crops, grapefruit, whipped body butter. Now, this is a luxurious scented cream. They say that it's light on your skin. You're rich in 24-hour hydration. I don't know. I don't really use lotions, but it's only $38. That comes out to 355 meals, right? Now, this is just fantastic the way that it is going like this. Now, there's so many different things, as I mentioned, a lot of great ones here from body hydration to hand creams, you name it. Now, if you want to find out more about this, how you can buy these gifts for other people this holiday season, as well as helping to feed hungry children, especially during this holiday season of Thanksgiving, all you have to do is go to keels.com. That's K-I-E-H-L-S. Dot com, and you can also find them on Twitter at Keels. Again, that's K-I-E-H-L-S. Now, moving right along here, let's get into something that's fun, different, and, uh, of course, the newest Disney animated movie, right? We, we all wait for that time of the year when a new Disney film comes out. And the Coco soundtrack is officially available this last week with all new original songs and traditional Mexican sounds. Now, Disney Pixar's Coco heads into theaters this Thanksgiving, and the film's soundtrack debuted this last week, and the film features an original score from Oscar-winning composer Michael Giacchio. Now, I know I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I always do. As many times as I've said it on the show, I always pronounce it wrong. Now, there is also a song by Oscar winners Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, and additional songs co-written by many others as well. Now, this is a great combination of music. Now, as Disney has released, Coco features an original score from composer Giaccio, who wrote the Oscar-winning score for Disney Pixar's Up. Now, he also worked with Franco and composed the score for 2015's Dope and also many other characters, and the score features over an 83-piece orchestra. Now, that also features many traditional Mexican songs as source music to bring Miguel's story to life. Now, this is going to be a great film. I am excited to see this one. A little bit different, a little bit fun, but the music is so fun. It's so vibrant. It is as vibrant as the colors that you see in all the promotions for Coco as well. So if you want to get your hands on this one, you want to go out there, you want to pretty much just get this one in your hands, listen to the music, all you have to do is go to facebook.com slash Disney Music, or you can also go to the Disney Records website as well. Now, pushing along here, let's get all the way into the West Coast, and how about Disneyland? And maybe you're feeling hungry, you want a shake, you want a burger. Well, the award-winning New York burger joint Blacktop announced this last week that it is opening at the downtown Disney District at the Disneyland Resort. That's right, Blacktop Craft Burgers and Beer and Disneyland Resort have announced that they are going to bring its burgers and famous Crazy Shake milkshakes to the happiest place on earth in 2018. Now, the opening marks Blacktop's first California location, and it will be located at the downtown Disney District of Disneyland. Now, they have said collaborating with Disney is the perfect relationship for Blacktop. Now, both brands are known for creating memories that last a lifetime. 
and we're thrilled to soon be part of new memories made at Disneyland. Now, Blacktop is creating a customized menu and concept for its downtown Disney District location. It's going to be across from the Catal Restaurant and Uva Bar. Now, the burger and beer joint is going to offer a casual vibe reminiscent of classic American luncheon areas with a distinctly kind of New York feel, and it's going to feature indoor and outdoor seating as well. Now, since opening in New York Soho neighborhood in 2015, Blacktop has received worldwide acclaim for its burgers and signature crazy shakes. And these shakes really are crazy. I mean, seriously, look at the picture that we have on Diz Radio's website. These things look like they're going to be monstrous to try to eat. Now, Disney has also said that the Disneyland Resort is thrilled to welcome Black Tap to the downtown Disney area. Now, this is going to be no doubt their incredible menu and award-winning burgers and eye-catching shareable milkshakes are going to be an instant hit with all of our guests. Now, if you want to find out more about this, as it's slated to open in winter of 2018, yes, you have to wait almost a complete year, but you can find out more at blacktapnyc.com, or you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well, at blacktapnyc. Now, getting back from the West Coast, let's go all the way back to the Walt Disney World Resort, and how about Hollywood Studios and Jesse and Rex being among the first characters installed in Hollywood Studios' upcoming Toy Story Land. Yes, the much-anticipated Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios is starting to take shape, and Disney Parks blog has posted an official video as well. Now, Disney released a time-lapse video showing some of the familiar characters being installed in the upcoming land at Hollywood Studios. Now, Jesse and Rex are the first Toy Story characters to be put in place in this anticipated land in the area, and this is all going to be pretty much based around, as you can see, around the Slinky Ride. Yes, the Slinky dog dash with andy away rex and jesse are helping install the last bit of lights on top of the tallest block tower in andy's toy block city now disney parks block has said that this is pretty much the storyline for the attraction but rex has gotten tangled up in the light string and jesse has now grabbed the end of the string to help save him and the jenga tower from falling now, Disney says the beloved characters were installed earlier this week, and now you can see this time-lapse video showing that these characters are coming to life as part of the Slinky Dog Dash in the Toy Story Land coming to Hollywood Studios. Now, we all know that Toy Story Land is set to open at Hollywood Studios in summer of 2018. Now, since we are talking about the theme parks, Thanksgiving is in the wings, right? We all are all ready to give thanks, have fun, and I know people are ready for Black Friday. I'm just going to put it out there. A Jonathan PSA. Don't go shopping on Thanksgiving. Spend that time with your friends, your family, and your loved ones, okay? Don't go out there and say, dinner's done, hurry up, rush out, and go shopping. You know what? There is nothing out there to rush out there and go shopping for, and let's face it. Many of you who do, are you rushing out there to really get gifts, or are you getting that discounted TV for yourself? So just take that time and go out on Friday instead. Enough with my PSA and personal opinions here. Let's get to the Walt Disney World Resort. And many Disney parks and resorts are having some great things for Thanksgiving. With Thanksgiving next week, there's a lot of fun things. Now, there are some good meals that you can have at the Magic Kingdom Park. At Walt Disney World, Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe is going to be offering the finest feast in Frontierland. That includes turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, green beans, cranberry sauce, and gravy. Now, Sunshine Seasons in Epcot is also going to be serving a Thanksgiving plate for lunch and dinner consisting of turkey with gravy, mashed potatoes, stuffing, green beans, and cranberry sauce. Now, you can also think of Morimoto Asia. Yes, the Iron Chef himself's 
Pan-Asian restaurant located at Disney Springs is going to be serving up their own special Thanksgiving treat for you, looking for something with a little bit of an Asian twist. This Thanksgiving, you can have a spin on a traditional holiday staple with Peking turkey dinner served with roasted pork fried rice stuffing, a Japanese-style candied yams, as well as cranberry chutney, as well as many other things to round out the dish definitely going to be a good one to eat. Now also joining the Thanksgiving fun here this year is Chef Art Smith's Homecoming at Disney Springs at Walt Disney World Resort as well. On Thanksgiving Day only, this one day, you'll be excited to find out that you can get a roast turkey special. Now throughout the month of December, they are going to have other things including pumpkin bread pudding, vanilla ice cream, and many other things as well. So there are some great Thanksgiving things to look forward to if you're heading into the parks next week. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, I am going to keep things rolling here, right? I'm going to keep the show going. We have lots of fun. 200 shows here this week at Diz Radio. That's right, 200. The big 200. Now, you're wondering, why didn't he do a big, crazy show? I'm just thankful that we made it to 200. I am thankful for that. But if you're waiting for the big show, wait for our eight-year anniversary show. That one's going to be huge. But I am thankful for many different things. And Mentor the D-Team is going to be stopping in here very shortly as well. We have Aaron answering all your questions and I want to know. We have Dominic stopping in with the short leash. We have Trisha and Jamie. Maybe you're a little bit hungry. You want to get some food into your system. And we have Alexa with more about Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And we are introducing an all-new D-Team with Frank joining us here at the show. So lots of fun things on the horizon, all as we gear up for Mark Roseman, the director himself of great things like Life Size, Model Behavior, which you may know is the original film that Justin Timberlake debuted in. It was his movie debut. You also He also directed Lizzie McGuire, Even Stevens, and so much more. We have lots of fun things on the horizon. So before I press on here with the show, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by Castle and Dreams Travel, and Castle and Dreams Travel is a 100% free agency. They're going to help you plan, book, prepare, make the most magical vacation that you could possibly have from dining reservations, character interactions, you name it. They're going to hold your hand and walk you through the process. They are going to make it extra magical for you. And they have bilingual experts to help you with any language barriers that you could possibly have. Definitely check them out at Castle and Dreams Travel, the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So, all VD heads, with that said, it is time to continue on giving thanks. Celebrating Thanksgiving, eating that turkey, being thankful for so many different things. And let's press on for show number 200 for the week of November 16th, 2017. And I'm thankful that I'll be right back with all of you D-heads. I've got plenty to be thankful for I haven't got great big yacht To sail from shore to shore Still I've got plenty to be thankful for I've got plenty to be thankful no private car, no caviar, no carpet on my floor Still I've got plenty to be thankful for I've got eyes to see with, ears to hear with Arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore how could anybody ask for more? My needs are small, I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. 
I've got eyes to see with, ears to hear with, arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore. How could anybody ask for more? My needs are small, buy them all, five and ten cents store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. Rise, <laughs> their dealings with dressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Write down that. And now, the mouse we're all thankful for, Mickey Mouse! <laughs> I bid thee welcome to the House of Mouse Today, we've got a cornucopia of cartoons and our special guest, the turkey! Bring on the bird! Thank goodness for the turkey! Pocahontas, John Smith, and the colors of the wind. Check! Right now, let's give thanks for the music of Plymouth Rock! Great to see you again, pal. Gee, we're really thankful you chose to be with us on Thanksgiving. No, it is I who must give thanks to you for allowing me to show the world I am more than a big fat bird who gets chased around once a year and goes gobble. Oh, look, it's the gobble-gobble guy. Do the gobble-gobble thing. I do not do that anymore. I am here to sing. But it's so Thanksgiving. Just once, please. With gravy on top? All right, just this once. You're a genius. Sign my autograph book. Oh, sorry about them. I'll show you to your dressing room. Dressing room. I'll draw. (laughs) And now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hi, this is Trisha. And Jamie. And we have a special guest tonight to help us say what we are thankful for. Hi, I'm kind of here again because I wanted to be. And what's your name? Alvra. And who are you? I'm Trisha's son. And what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for having a, a nice family, a cool house, and food. Any food specifically? <laughs> Grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> well, that's an excellent thing to be thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy goodness. <laughs> so what are you thankful for, Jamie? Well, I am thankful for family, and I'm thankful for my Disney friends, and I'm going to steal from Oliver, and I'm also going to say I'm thankful for food and all things that are cheesy. Absolutely. You and me both. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm thankful for my wacky family, including Oliver, but also my new Disney family that I've been able to kind of build this year including obviously my disney bestie jamie so that is a lot to be thankful for we have a lot of things to be thankful for this year we can't list them all since i need to go to bed (laughs) that is true (laughs) so happy thanksgiving everyone happy thanksgiving what a lovely feast there's food enough to calm the most ferocious of beasts I wonder why we were worried and scurried all around uh, looking for the very thing that we've already found. Friends, near and far away, sharing all today, gathering to say we're thankful. Friends, friends in every way, make each and every day a Thanksgiving.
much more than more here. It's, it's all together true. And being all together is the bestest thing to do. <laughs> With friends, near and far away, sharing all today, gathering to say we're thankful. Friends, friends in every way, make each and every day our Thanksgiving day. Make each and every day our Thanksgiving Hey guys, my name is Angie Kilhauer from the Happily Ever After Fireworks Show. I just wanted to say hi and uh, have some fun listening to Diz Radio. You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want to Know. Hey D-Heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Well, it's hard to believe we are on show 200. I've been here for most of the 200 shows, and let me tell you, it has been a blast. I think back to all the great guests we've had and all the questions I've answered. I want to thank Jonathan for letting me join along this crazy ride. I also want to thank all the current and former D-Team members. It's been a privilege to call you guys and gals friends and family. But I especially want to thank you, the D-Heads, for making this all possible. Well, let's get into show 200 and reach into the virtual mailbag to see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Susan Reamer of North Carolina, and she writes, Diz Radio, I have a question for your podcast. With Thanksgiving coming up, I remember an old Disney movie about a turkey and a boy who wanted to save it. That's all I have to go off of, sorry. I tried to Google and YouTube it, but I can't find anything unless I'm using the wrong keywords. Thanks for the help. Well, it's quite a coincidence, but I actually mentioned this movie on episode 198 when I was asked about Disney fall movies. And it's not about a turkey, but it's about a goose. The movie is called Thanksgiving Promise. It was the Disney Sunday movie that aired on November 23, 1986. It is the story of a teenage boy who is torn between his love for an injured Canadian goose that he has found and his agreement to fatten and kill it for an approaching Thanksgiving dinner for his neighbors. It stars Lloyd Bridges, Bo Bridges, Courtney Thorne Smith, and Jason Bateman just to name a few. The movie is available to watch on YouTube. Our next question is from Roland Schmidt of Georgia and he writes, been thinking about gearing up for the big turkey day. I love turkey and turkey legs at the parks too. Do they still sell turkey leg air fresheners at the parks? Also, is there any place to get a good turkey dinner while at the kingdom that week as I will be there then? Well, who doesn't love a good turkey leg? I think you can still find the turkey leg air fresheners in the parks. You can even purchase them on Amazon. You have a couple different options in the Magic Kingdom for Thanksgiving dinner. Both Cinderella's Royal Table and Liberty Tree Tavern will serve lunch and dinner on Thanksgiving. My vote is definitely Liberty Tree. Another fun option outside of the Magic Kingdom is Mickey's Backyard Barbecue at Fort Wilderness Resort. It becomes Mickey's Backyard Thanksgiving Feast and there are three shows on Turkey Day. And remember, there are numerous places throughout Walt Disney World to find you some turkey on Thanksgiving Day, so enjoy. 
Well, our final question this week is from Sheila, and she writes, Here are the team. Miss the Halloween shows already. Y'all do a great job on this podcast. My question is about Disney and Christmas. We are currently planning a trip for the very beginning of the year. How long do they keep the decorations up? We are arriving January 4th, so hoping to catch a glimpse. Any help is wonderful. Well, it's on my bucket list, too, to go to Walt Disney World during Christmas time to take it all in. I think you should be able to catch most of the Christmas decorations, especially in the Magic Kingdom. The decorations start coming down after the first week in January, so I think you should be just fine. Hopefully, you can catch some of the resorts still decorated, too. I hope you have a wonderful time. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for a great question and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at DizRadio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D-Heads, and on to the next 200 shows. NBC presents Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and a sneak preview of Newsies. Now, thank you very much. New York's Theater District has some exciting news. It's just been announced that the breakout American musical Newsies, which recently had a great regional run, is now headed here to Broadway. That's right, Matt. This new musical is based on an 1899 true story of a courageous group of scrappy newsboys who become unlikely heroes when they rally forces to fight an unscrupulous newspaper tycoon. With a sneak preview from Newsies, here's the show-stopping number, King of New York. You don't need money when you're famous. They give you whatever you want, friends. Such as a pair of new shoes with matching laces. Permanent box at the sheep's head races. Pastrami on rye with a sour pickle. A personal puss on a wooden nickel. Look at me.
supermodel Elle McPherson, Broadway's sister act, and Grammy Award winner CeeLo Green, all coming your way on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Cooper, and their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kurt. Right down that. Hi there. <laughs> it is so good to see you. Happy Thanksgiving. Come on in. Well, today. Hmm? Wait a second. What's that smell? It smells like cranberries and bread stuffing and pumpkin pie. Hmm. Hmm. It's you. Ooh, tell me, is someone cooking Thanksgiving dinner at your house, or do you smell this good all the time? <laughs> well, I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving here at the Big Blue House. Doc Hog and Grandma Flutter are coming over for dinner later. Want to see what I'm making? Well, come on. Hi, everyone. This is Alexa again coming at you with this week's episode of Disney Parks in 5. Starting off in Walt Disney World, Halloween time is officially over, and that means that Christmas and the holiday decorations have replaced the Halloween decorations at both the Walt Disney World Resort and the Disneyland Resort. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party kicked off this year on November 9th and will continue until December 22, 2017. Tickets for the exclusive event are available online at the Disney World website. Also on November 9, 2017, Disney's Hollywood Studios' flurry of fun celebration began, including the return of the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam nightly fireworks show and the new Sunset Seasons Greetings projection show on the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Sunset Seasons Greetings is not just a new projection show featuring Mickey and Minnie, Toy Story, Frozen, and more. The Sunset Seasons Greetings celebration takes over the entire Sunset Boulevard of Disney's Hollywood Studios. Billboards come alive and tell a story, and Hollywood decorations cover the entire street of Sunset Boulevard. Don't miss the new Disney's Hollywood Studios holiday fun this year. A giant statue figure of Rex, the green dinosaur from the Toy Story movies, has been installed for the upcoming Toy Story Land Slinky Dog Dash roller coaster ride. We are getting closer and closer. According to the concept art, a giant statue figure of Jesse should be coming soon to the same ride. How exciting is it to get a sneak peek at the construction getting closer and closer to being completed? Speaking of Toy Story Land, the mysterious quick service restaurant name that will be featured in Toy Story Land has been announced. It is going to be called Woody's Lunchbox. It will have one quick service window with an outdoor seating area. Moving on to Disneyland, if you have been living under a Disney-less rock, then you may not have heard about the permanent changes coming to Paradise Pier in summer 2018. Paradise Pier is going to be transformed into Pixar Pier. The new Pixar Pier will feature four new Pixar movie neighborhoods, entertainment, themed foods, and California Screamin' is going to transform into Incredicoaster, themed after, you guessed it, The Incredibles. Disneyland fans have had mixed reactions and mixed emotions about this permanent change coming to California Adventure Park. I personally am very excited for this new update. We are not losing any of our favorite rides or attractions. I think this could only improve the theme and overall guest experience at the park. So I am pumped. Run Disney's Superhero Half Marathon Weekend was super successful at the Disneyland Resort last weekend. Runners come from all over the country with powerful and inspirational stories as to why they're running this marathon. 
Disney really can be life-changing. Thank you for listening to Disney Parks and 5 with me, Alexa. Let me know your thoughts and experiences on my social medias titled Disney Till You're Dizzy. You can find me on my YouTube channel, Disney Till You're Dizzy, and find my books on Amazon. There, I have two out now. Disney Till You're Dizzy 1001 Facts, Rumors, and Myths About the Disneyland Resort and Disney Till You're Dizzy 1001 Facts, Rumors, and Myths About Walt Disney World Volume 1. You can email me your thoughts and questions about Pixar Pier versus Paradise Pier and whatever at alexa at disradio.com. Always remember that there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. And tune in next time for more Disney Parks and Fire. I thought you'd never ask. Happy Thanks a Bunch Day. To you and everyone. I'm happy I have such good friends. I'm happy that I know you. I'm happy that you're happy. I'm just happy you're all happy too. You guys are the best friends ever. A million thanks a bunch. But I was kind of wondering, can I have the leftovers for tomorrow's lunch? Thanks a bunch day to you and everyone. You brighten up the clubhouse. I lots of Thanks a bunch. Ha gosh. Thanks a bunch for helping us harvest all the fruits and vegetables. And now, a Disney On Demand memory. All right, all of you D-heads, so I am back, and yes, it isn't news. I already came in, I gave you the news and so much more, but you know what? All throughout the show, the D-team has been telling you what they're thankful for. All the different things that they are thankful for in this Thanksgiving holiday, this fun time of the year. So I thought I would stop in for once and tell you what I'm thankful for here at the show. And there are so many things that I am truly thankful for. Everybody has ups and downs in life and so many different things. But first and foremost, I am thankful for my family. Yes, as a father of four, a husband, I am thankful every single day to see all four of those children becoming just great adults, young adults here. Their imagination, their creativity, their drive, everything they do, I am so proud of them every single day. And I'm always in awe and thankful that I was able to bring these lives into the world along with my wife. And thankful every single day that they are turning out to be exactly as I would like them to be. I am truly thankful for that. I am also thankful for my wife. We have been together for ages, a long, long time, and I'm thankful for her for sticking with me, my Disney obsessions, my fun little quirks, going to conventions, and of course my crazy sense of humor. So I am thankful for her as well. These are things that I truly am thankful for. I'm thankful for having a roof over my head, God looking over me, making sure that my family isn't going hungry, little things like that, things that are important. It's not about what you have in your home. It's about what makes a home a home. And for me, That truly is my wife and my children. I'd also like to thank the D-Team. Yes, the D-Team over the years has become my extended family. The D-Team are those that have brought these segments to you every single week here at the show as well. And over the years, we've had many teams. But no matter what, we have always been a family. We're not just people that are coming in here and bringing a show to you. We talk, we chat, we know each other's lives inside and out. And over the years, I truly am thankful for all the team, the team that has become family. No matter what your stature, social status, where you live, no matter what, 
I am truly thankful for the team. And that goes for all the new D-team, the old D-team, D-team who has decided to move on here this year as well. You never are forgotten, and we still talk all the time because we are truly family. And I thank the D-team for that. You are the ones that I can come talk to off air. You are the ones that I know are going to be there to support each other. We are more than just a show here at Diz Radio. We truly are a family, a one-of-a-kind family. I also am thankful for you, the D-Heads. You are the reason we've been coming at you since 2010. Looking all the way back to those years, we haven't gotten to where we are today if it wasn't for you, the D-Heads. Going all the way back to 2010, I am truly thankful that people wanted to tune in, listen to this show, and help make it thrive over the years. You are the reason that I have been able to do this over and over again. I mean, every single week, almost eight years, and this week, 200 episodes. I mean, 200 shows and over 250 celebrity guests. To me, that is a feat like none other. I am truly proud of the show, what it's become, and that is all because of you, the D-Heads. Now, there are many things that I am thankful for, as I mentioned, my family, the D-Team, the D-Heads, but I'm also thankful for other things as well, little things, Things where you wake up in the morning. I wake up before everybody else. I'm driving into the office. I'm driving into work. And you know what? You see that sunset. And all you have to think is, I am thankful that I am here for another day. Sometimes you just sit there. You put your hand over your heart. Take a deep breath. And you know what? That heart pounding is purpose. That heart pounding is being thankful that you have another day. Just imagine being somebody where you don't have that other day. You don't have that one more day. This is truly something to be thankful for. So on this Thanksgiving week, this Thanksgiving weekend, definitely sit down and really reflect about what you are thankful for because it's more than just words. We can all go around the table and say, thank you for this food, thank you for the roof over my head, and thank you for my family. And as much as that is true for all of us, we do truly love it. Also look at the little things, the things to be thankful for. Are your kids doing well in school? Do you have clothes on your back? Are you truly being thankful for every little thing in your family, in your life, and no matter what, always be thankful for those friends, the family, and the loved ones that are there for you. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, I am truly thankful for so many different things. Thankful for the memories throughout my entire life, from before I was a father, and even all those memories now. And at this point, I'm just rambling on. So thank you, the D-Heads, for tuning in every single week. 200 shows, Thanksgiving show. Thank you to the D-Team, and thank you to my family, my friends, and my loved ones. I truly would not be here if it wasn't for you, and I truly do mean that. And many of you who I talk to on a daily basis, you know that that is 100% true. Happy Thanksgiving, and we all are truly blessed.
open fires and pumpkin pies The years they catch you by surprise The season's joy is at your door There's so much to be grateful for So what you have, there is so much more To faith, to friends, to joy, to cheer To celebrate another year Hey, this is John Morris, Andy from the Toy Story Trilogy, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Hello everyone, this is Dominic, and welcome to another edition of Disney's Short Leash. If you're new to this segment, a short leash isn't what keeps the buckle on your pilgrim hat. No, the short leash is a series of tips for people to get the most out of their Walt Disney World vacation when they are short on time and short on money. With any luck, you may be able to try some of these suggestions and quite possibly do as much, if not more, than someone vacationing with a greater amount of time or a larger budget. It's Thanksgiving. And uh, I got nothing. Thanksgiving's not the time of year I'm at Walt Disney World. That's a family situation where the guilt trip will last far longer than the actual trip. 
Relatives who've been threatening death for the same ailments for decades would finally cash in just for spite, so we'd have to be reminded every year how selfish we were for missing Aunt Hildegard's last turkey dinner. And just for the record, if you've liquefied the turkey and are injecting it with a syringe through the hole in between the missing teeth, that doesn't really count anyway, does it? I mean, come on. Well, someone's gonna think it does, so there's just no way, people. It's not worth it. Honestly, who needs to hear it for the rest of your life? So, what other turkey-related Disney topics are there? Well, you know, food would be pretty obvious. Disney's famous for their turkey legs. These enormous clubs of meat that people chow down on like cave people. I can't believe they're from an actual turkey. This bird did not skip leg day. They must be from some steroid-enhanced turkey that played baseball in the 90s. Every one of these animals must have an asterisk near their home run record. They can't possibly be real turkeys. They have to be like Velociraptor or something. Maybe they're World War II surplus turkeys from nuclear testing. I don't know, they just don't seem normal. But even with the uh, Dole Whip-like cult following around the Disney turkey legs, they never feel like they fit. Giant turkey legs seem more like a Ren Fair or something I'd get at medieval times. Besides, I'm rarely in the mood to eat a tryptophan-laced baseball bat-sized bird zombie style. So I guess I can use this time to say what Disney World things I'm thankful for, but that seems disingenuous. After pricing out my next trip to Disney, they better be thanking me. Holy cow, when you price out hotels, food, and tickets, and each item has a comma in it, you know you're in big trouble. I've literally paid less for cars. But I digress. Like I said earlier, since I'm never getting out of family Thanksgiving, there is a fall season window that I'd love to experience for a short leash trip. Is the ultimate three for all? I want to plan a trip the last four days over Halloween through the first couple days in November. In one trip, I'd want to see the park decked out for Halloween and all its not-so-scary, spooktacular goofiness that goes with that. I want to take my wife to the Foon and Wide Festival, and if she ever re-emerges, we'd also watch the place start its transformation for Christmas. Because of work, our short trips are around spring break and are interrupted by professional responsibilities. Our long-haul trips are in the summer. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but in the spring and the summer, the parks are just the parks. There's not an overlay on top of them. We felt that extra layer of magic when we went to the park for Christmas. The transformation was so great, my wife cried on Main Street. We documented that whole trip on our WDW Plantoon show on iTunes and YouTube. If you want to see a grown woman break down at the sight of some decorations, I highly recommend it. The point is, it was our shortest family trip, only three ticketed days, but it might be my favorite. A Disney vacation is great, but seeing the place at a different time when there's a theme on top of a theme park, like Christmas or Halloween, takes things to another level of enjoyment that makes something that's already special and cranks it up to an indelible memory. So maybe I'm thankful for those special Disney park moments to stick out in my mind, especially those things that come by only once a year or are part of Disney history and we might never see them again. Let's be like Grandpa at Thanksgiving, and by that I mean reflective and nostalgic, not inappropriately and unintentionally racist. Pull up an imaginary rocking chair and reminisce about a time when the castle was a huge birthday cake, or a few years later when I guess the Kardashians got a hold of it and chooched it out with a bunch of golden stuff. Remember when Michael Jackson fought Borg Angelica Houston with a bunch of Muppets in 3D? Or how about when you could go 20,000 millimeters under a man-made lake to view plastic fish? How about when Horizons predicted FaceTiming relatives on birthdays so you wouldn't have to invite them to your house? Remember at Epcot? When there was a giant amputated mouse arm holding a wand next to Spaceship Earth? Or that time they wrecked the view of the Chinese theater for over a decade with that stupid hat. Iago and Zazu taking over the Tiki Room and then having enough self-respect to catch themselves on fire for ruining a great piece of animatronic kitsch. 
Speaking of which, I remember a time when the Country Bears went on summer vacation and changed their show around. I remember when I was a little kid in Liberty Square and there was a half a dozen less presidents so the show was a lot shorter. Well, that's not right. That's practically un-American. I remember when MGM was MGM and I got to go on the Backlot Tour. I remember Sounds Dangerous, the Magic Kingdom's Electric Light Parade, and Spectrum Magic, the Kitchen Cabaret, Mr. Toad, R.I.P. I don't lament the fact that the park changes. In fact, I'm actually glad it does. But for this gluttonous holiday season, I'm thankful I was able to witness and remember the past incarnations of this place that has given me so many happy memories. And what I mean by given is paid far out the wazoo for. Because enjoying Disney World during festive times of year, well that's short leash people, happy Thanksgiving. I do have an official Diz Radio email, so I'd love to hear from you with a hi, some questions, suggestions, or even your own short leash tips at dominic at disradio.com. That's D-O-M-E-N-I-C at disradio.com. I also could be found on the internet on Twitter at WDW Plantoons and on YouTube or your favorite podcast apps by searching WDW Plantoons or by visiting plantoons.com. Well, folks, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. If I were a rich man With a million or two I'd live in a penthouse In a room with a view And if I were handsome No way It could happen Cause dreams do come true I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have Wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have Wouldn't have nothing Can I tell you something? For years I have envied You agree with it Your grace and your charm Everyone loves you, you know Yes, I know, I know, I know But I must admit it Big guy, you always come through I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you You and me together That's how it always should be If I didn't have you to serve I'm just a punky little eyeball And a funky optic knife Hey, I never told you this Sometimes I get a little blue Looks good on you But I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you Let's dance Dip me, don't you dare dip me, don't you dare dip me. Ow, I should have stretched. Yes, I wouldn't be nothing if I didn't have you. I know what you mean, Sully, because I wouldn't know where to go. Me too, because I wouldn't know what to do. Why you keep singing my part? I don't have to say it, I say it anyway. 
Cause we both know it's true I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have And now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hello, all you D-heads. This is Frank from the D-Team. While the colors are changing and the weather is getting colder, this can only mean one thing. Thanksgiving is upon us. This is a time to take stock in what you have and give many thanks. I couldn't be any more thankful than I am for my two incredible sons, Zach and Sean. I couldn't ask for two better kids. So before you pass the mashed potatoes and the stuffing, give thanks and good blessings to those that mean the most to you. Have a happy Thanksgiving, D-Heads, from my family to yours. Have a magical week. Everybody, this year for once, I don't have to work on Thanksgiving! Right. So we can all be together! All right. And I can cook Thanksgiving dinner! All right. Okay, what happened there? Honey, come on. It's just that cooking Thanksgiving dinner is a lot of work. Yeah, are you sure we shouldn't just eat out? I mean, for your sake. No way. Every Thanksgiving, I have to eat turkey sandwiches out of the hospital vending machine, and you guys have to go to the old-time buffet. This year, we're going to be together, and I am going to cook. Old-time buffet offers quality and value. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're chicken fingers? Mm. <laughs> We are having dinner here, and that is final. All right. Okay. Actually, you know, I have a Thanksgiving announcement. This year, we are going to be joined by Grandpa. Oh, yeah! Grandpa Duncan. Yeah. Hurts, doesn't it? Oh, come on, you guys. My dad has some good qualities. Such as? You know what? He exhales carbon dioxide, which is needed by plants. All right, well, we've got bigger problems. Mom's cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, no, 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 no. The best chef in the house, PJ, is cooking Thanksgiving dinner. I am? She's never going to let me. That's why you have to trick her. Give her the illusion that she's cooking when, in reality, you're the one doing all the work. Got it, got it. Uh, Just one question. What does illusion mean? (laughs) Three words. Cook Thanksgiving dinner. Right now? (laughs) Relax, Dad. Just messing with you. Oh, by the way, Thanksgiving, two words. Lights, camera, action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. 
Alright, all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Diz Radio and the Diz Radio Show. And as you continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney, many times those are ones that you're sitting down, you're watching your favorite television shows, you're watching with your children, you're also watching those great, wonderful Disney Channel movies, and so much more. And with us here this week is somebody that's no stranger to any of that. You know him as the director of many different things, from Lizzie McGuire, A Cinderella Story, as well as Model Behavior, and so much more. We have none other than Mark Roseman here. Welcome to Disney On Demand. Thank you. Great to be here. It is our pleasure having you on. Like I mentioned, you have been part of so many different things from many Disney Channel shows and movies, many of which people have passed on to new generations as well. I guess the one question, though, that I always love to start it off with, and for you, it might be entirely different because you're not an actor or an actress. You're a director. What led you down that road of wanting to get behind the camera and bring the magic to life? Well, I was always interested at a very um, early age in making movies. I started with photography um, when I was in elementary school and started to tell stories with pictures that I was taking. I, I didn't just want to take one picture. I wanted to do a series of pictures that really, looking back, was like a storyboard. And I quickly got into making little Super 8 movies and even instead of like a written report in elementary school, like seventh and eighth grade, I ended up making a little slideshow or making a little Super 8 movie and turning that in instead. And then just one thing led to another. I kept making movies and then went to film school at NYU and uh, just kept at it and got in. Well, you know, and like you said, it's one of those where it was always this lifelong love and, you know, getting behind the camera. And, of course, that always brings the magic to life. And, of course, many of these are those classic Disney Channel TV shows and movies and films and things that you've uh, had a chance to bring to life for new generations. I guess getting behind the camera and doing this, I guess, how do you tackle something that is like a family-friendly, you know, kind of fun family flick? I mean, how do you approach that? So that way you know, hey, I'm creating this great story and it's going to be fun for the entire family. Yeah, well, you know, the funny thing is, is my very first film was actually a horror film uh, that was called The House on Sorority Row because really at first, I was interested not really in horror, but in suspense and thrillers and being the next Alfred Hitchcock. And then a friend of mine that I went to NYU with, a guy named Alan Shapiro, who's directed a bunch of movies, he made the very first Disney Channel movie called Tiger Town, and uh, they loved it. They gave him an overall deal, and he came to me and said, Mark, do you have anything that you want to pitch here? And I came up with this story uh, that turned out to be The Blue Yonder, which was my first film for Disney, and I love doing it so much, and uh, I it, it so resonated for me what the story was about that I just decided to just keep going in that area because it, it, I, I surprised myself. It turned out I was much more interested and had much more of a facility at doing stories that were heartwarming, that were family-based, um, that were fun told a really entertaining story that was really good for both adults and kids. So I just kept pursuing that. Well, you know, and like you said, it's one of those where you got into, you know, started with horror and then you follow, follow through and you have this knack for heartwarming stories. And that's something that I think in today's society you need more of, especially with Thanksgiving and the wings like this as well. It's something where you need that positive story, that positive message and things like that. And I guess, you know, you continued on and did a lot of these. I guess, what was it like when you came out with films like Life Size and Model Behavior? I guess, what was that original reaction when, you know, your friends and family are sitting down watching these with 
with you? Were you getting the reactions that you were hoping you would? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, people really responded to it, especially life size. I mean, I get, uh, you know, young women in their early 20s uh, coming up to me when they have heard that I directed that movie, and they actually start singing to me the theme song for the toy <laughs> uh, doll in the movie. It's hysterical. Um, it really touched a lot of people, um, that movie and um, and model behavior. And, you know, I, I loved it. You know, When I grew up, the wonderful world of Disney was a big influence on me. You know, we would sit around the TV on Sundays and watch it. And then here I am in my 20s, and Michael Eisner and Jeff Katzenberg take over Disney and decide they want to bring back the wonderful world of Disney. And so that was just amazing, and they... They both looked at uh, The Blue Yonder, which I made for the Disney Channel, and they put it on as the second uh, movie for the, the the premiere of The Wonderful World of Disney, and it did really well. And then I just kept kind of working for Disney, and um, the reactions to my films have been really great, and it's just it's really nice, especially from some you know older people who saw these films as a kid and come up to me and say how much it touched them. Just great. Well, and like you said too, you you know you continue to work for Disney, and you know you have influenced so many people's lives who grew up with that. I mean, I grew up watching Wonderful World of Disney, Sunday night movies as well, and you know I loved those things. And you know, being part of that Disney catalog, if it's one thing that I'm sure you've realized now as well, is those movies last forever. It's different from other movie studios because once you have a Disney film, you have Disney fans for life. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, it is. It's just amazing. Um, you know the I guess just a lot of people, you know, not only watched it the first time, but it, it keeps coming up, you know, and Life Size keeps playing and Model Behavior and, you know, Cinderella Story and these things, you know, end up being kind of these evergreen movies. And, you know, when we're, when you're first making them, you, you really don't have any idea that that's what's going to happen. I, I approached it like I was approaching any you know, movie I make, very excited, but, you know, thinking it's going to come out, it'll hopefully have a good reaction, and that'll be the end of it. And so it's kind of a, a beautiful surprise when you find out that they actually have some staying power and, and then people really love them. Now, when working on some of these films, too, you know, working on these sets, you're working with a lot of young actors and actresses and things like that. I guess when you're doing that, I guess, is there any one of these films that still to this day holds this, I guess, this true part of your heart, whether it was behind the scenes, on screen, where you're just like, that was just really fun to work on, and I'm never going to forget this film? Yeah, you know, I'd say probably life-size. Um, I have that experience with, um, you know, first of all, Lindsay Lohan, was just absolutely delightful when she was 12 years old. She was super excited to do the movie, to be working with Tyra Banks. Um, and it was just really fun to work with her. And then Tyra Banks, this was like, I think, maybe her second, uh, if not first, um, real role as an actor. Certainly her first where she really carries this movie. And she had to really take on this role. She wasn't just like playing herself. She was really playing a character. And she took it on. And it was just really fun. We we ended up having the chance to do some um, rehearsal with her before in the weeks before we were shooting, which was very rare for TV movies on those schedules. But um, she was willing to do it. And, and we did some rehearsals. And then, you know, I got the two of them together. And they just 
they were just sort of a magical pair. And uh, the whole ending of the movie, um, the movie sort of ends, and then we were shooting that scene, and afterwards we had like a half hour left of shooting time, and I said, hey, why don't we get everybody together and let's just dance, do the dance uh, from the theme song. And, uh, you know, Lindsay was like, oh, I got to be in this. I got to do this. And, and everybody sort of jumped up on this little stage and we just rolled. And it turned out to be just this really fun ending. And you can see in uh, Lindsay's face how much uh, fun she was having and how how inspired she was by this whole movie. So it was a joy. Well, and like you said, too, it's one of those films that it, people continue to pass on. People are always talking about this film still, and, you know, they want to see sequels and follow-ups. But you also are part of, you know, many people's things. Like you said, this was Tyra Banks, you know, first or second film. And then, of course, you were part of In Model Behavior, where it was uh, Justin Timberlake's very first film as well. That's right, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, that was really interesting because, you know, he was a bit nervous. He hadn't done uh, really any acting before, and... We had some long talks about it. Uh, he was, you know, really a natural. Uh, we shot that in Toronto. It was, uh, took place in New York City, but we shot it in Toronto. And he was this big teen star from NSYNC. And we had to hold crowds back, you know, whenever we shot outside. It was a, it was a whole deal. And of course he was used to it, but, you know, for me it was sort of a new experience, you know, working with, with someone who, you know, just anyone who saw him on the street would rush up to him. Um, but he, you know, he kept his focus. He was totally into it. Um, and, you know, he did a great job and he was working, uh, um, against uh, Maggie Lawson, who ended up, who, you know, also was just great in the film playing her and an identical twin of her. And, you know, she ended up doing a lot of great work after that. So it was it was a nice team. Well, you know, and moving aside from just doing films, too, you know, you're doing these feature-length films. You know, you also had a chance to direct many different things that are on the smaller screen, quicker schedules like Lizzie McGuire, even Stevens. How different is it when you get into doing, hey, all right, I got a, a 30-minute sitcom, which is actually like 20 minutes, and convey that story? I guess how hectic is that kind of schedule to get the story across? It is. It, it, it's very hectic. You have to go in with a super tight plan, but you also have to sort of keep the fun up on set. And I mean, with Hillary Duff and, and the other kids on that series, it was actually we almost had the opposite of thing. We had to like, okay, stop fooling around. We got to actually shoot this thing. Um, and it was just every day going in there was was just so fun. Part of what made it fun as a director was the the producer Stan Rogo would call me and say, "Do more fun camera stuff, you know. Do do some have some fun with the camera and and do some really interesting shots." And so he was really pushing the boundaries of what kids television really was at that time. I mean, I don't know I don't know if you remember the show, but they had like this little animated character that was in it and it, it had a lot of visual interest to it that at that time was kind of new. Um, in fact, the whole idea of, a, of doing a single camera um, comedy was quite new instead of uh, as opposed to doing multiple cameras like you would do, you know, Seinfeld or Friends where you do it in front of an audience. This was done in a film way where you just have one camera, there's no audience, and you shoot take after take and you move the camera around. And that made it really challenging scheduling-wise because, you know, we had like four days to shoot each episode. 
um, and we're working with very shortened time uh, schedules for the kids. The kids aren't allowed to work 12 hours a day, so it was, it's really was a big scheduling thing, but the key to it was that these kids had so much fun when they were together. Well, you know, and that's always the biggest thing, too, is making sure that everybody has that fun. They're working together. They, you know, and, and that comes across on the show as well, that they are enjoying it just as much. And I guess, how many times have you been behind the camera and you were just laughing along with them? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, the crew is busting up laughing and everybody's into it. And, you know, that's what really made going to work fun every day and, uh, you know, they shot it at uh, Renmar Studios, which is in the heart of Hollywood, and and it's a small little studio. It's not like a a, a big vast uh, back lot. So you know, you knew everybody there. I I ended up doing a lot of the episodes, so I kept coming back to the show, and and it's like you've got a family there. It's a really interesting and fun experience. Well, and you had the pleasure of working with uh, Hilary Duff as well later on with A Cinderella Story, which was that fun modern take, the classic Cinderella story, you know, for a new generation, something fun for girls to look up to. I guess, what was it like, you know, coming back, directing her, you know, a couple years later? Now she's, you know, older, more mature, I guess. Uh, was she even different on the set, uh, taking that kind of role a little bit different than, you know, playing this, uh, you know, preteen on Lizzie McGuire? She, uh, that, that script sort of landed in my lap. It was a script that had been around and hadn't, uh, hadn't moved forward. And I worked with the writer and, uh, she did some great rewrites. And then I, luckily, because I had, um, directed so many of the Lizzie McGuire um, TV shows, I had a really good relationship with Hillary and her mom, Susan. And I brought them the script. They loved it. I was like so excited, but it, it turned out, I, I found out later, you know, Hillary was actually attached to a lot of different movie projects. So I didn't know if it was going to happen or not, but suddenly we brought it around. Uh, Cliff Werber was the producer on it and he brought it around to the studios and they jumped at it. And suddenly we had this deal to make a big studio movie with her. And she had just come off of her first a feature, which was called the Lizzie McGuire movie, and they were really hungry to do something that they were a little bit more involved in the development of it, where they knew the director, and so this offered them this opportunity um, to do that, and they knew me, and they trusted me, and, and my my hat's off to them because they really stood up for me being the director on that film. And it was it was great to shoot that movie and shoot it in L.A. and some great L.A. locations. And she, you know, she was as adorable from the TV show as she was in this. She she wasn't that much older. You know, this was maybe a year or, or maybe two after the series, and she was still just 16. And, and um, she just still had a real exuberance to her that I think shines through. Well, definitely. Like you said, too, that movie was, you know, a different leap for her. And, of course, that film even carries on to today. I mean, my daughter, she still loves watching that film, and she's only 11 right now, and she still loves that film. So that, that tells you that you directed something good. Well, working on so many different projects and things like that, too, you know, you know, working on all these, I guess, what is one of the biggest challenges when you're behind the camera in conveying a story? Have you ever just looked at a script and you're like, I just don't think this is going to work. We definitely need to take this into a different direction. Oh, yeah, no, that's, you know, pretty much every script that I've gotten, um, you know, like Cinderella Story and others, um, you know, they need, 
it needs a lot of work and a lot of development and rewriting, and you finally get it to a stage. And even when you're shooting, I mean, with Cinderella's story, we were actually still doing rewrites in the first week of shooting, the first couple weeks of shooting, and which is tough, really tough for the actors because they're looking at pages overnight, you know, of what you're going to shoot tomorrow. And then the director comes in and hands them a new set of pages for what we're doing that day. So it's very challenging for them. And uh, luckily, you know, the cast was amazing on the Cinderella story, and they really rolled with it, and they were able to, to do it very easily. But there are times when, you know, the script isn't quite ready, and you're, but you, because of schedules, you have to start shooting. Um, and, you know, with, with uh, Cinderella's story, Hillary had a very tight schedule. She had to, uh, she was on like a concert tour right after we finished shooting. So we had to, you know, get the film going. And um, luckily, we were able to keep up with the schedule and make the necessary rewrites, and it came together really well. But, um, you know, it's uh, sometimes you, you have to just look at the script as you're shooting and go, is this really working? Is this really doing what, what it's supposed to do? Um, and with the hecticness of schedules, Sometimes you don't quite get a day of shooting that you like. Well, you know, and with that, too, like you said, where it's always shifting and it's always changing. Have you ever been on a set, whether that's television shows or movies, and you're sitting there and you shot a scene and you just love that scene, that story, and yet to this day it's going to remain on that cutting room floor? <laughs> huh, um, let's see. Well, there were there were some scenes. I did a movie called The Perfect Man with Hilary Duff um, and Heather Locklear, uh, for Universal, um, and there were a bunch of scenes that were really good, but they ended up on the cutting room floor, and it's just because, you know, you get in the cutting room, and you have this long movie, you got to get it down, you know, and you've got to really trim out some things that m might be on their own, or really a special fun scene, but they end up kind of slowing up the pace of the whole film, and you really, that's what you have to consider, is kind of the flow of the whole film. So, yeah, unfortunately, but they, you know, luckily they ended up on deleted scenes, you know, so you can see them on the DVD. <laughs> well, you know, we know you're we know you're busy and, you know, so many different things going on. I guess, do you have anything currently that we're going to be able to see you on or are we just going to have to keep our eyes and ears peeled? I'm really excited about a small movie I made about a year ago that's on now on the Hulu channel. Um, and it's called Time Toys. It's about four boys who find a chest full of toys from the future. And it's very much like a Goonies kind of movie back from the 80s. And it's, a, it, it's like a, it's a, it's like an action adventure comedy for, bo for boys. And it's really fun. And I had a lot of, a lot of fun making that with a great young cast. And then I also directed this summer a movie for the Hallmark Channel called Sun, Sand, and Romance. That's an adult uh, romantic comedy. Very cool. So you're continuing to stay busy, and of course, both ends of the spectrum, having something that's rom romantic, fun, comedy, typical Hallmark channel that everybody loves, heart, warm, and fuzzies, and then also something fun for my sons that you can enjoy on Hulu as well. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I love making films that 
can reach both kids and adults, and that's really what resonates for me. Definitely. Well, it was our pleasure having you stop in, take this trip down memory lane. As I mentioned, with all the different credits under your belt, so many different things, you know, these are things that continue to be passed on to generations. People love them. As I mentioned, you make a Disney movie, you make a Disney series, you have fans for life. So we're going to keep our eyes and ears open for all your newest projects. And thank you, Mark, once again, for stopping in, chatting with us, and taking this trip down memory lane and into the future. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. daughter of a chief. She has her mother's spirit. She goes wherever the wind takes her. Come down here! And she lived a life of freedom. No! Not that way! Watch out! Come on, lads! Steady on your course! He was an explorer, searching for adventure in a new land. Come on, men. We didn't come all this way just to look at it. Let us hope they do not intend to stay. I'm counting on you to make sure those heathens don't disrupt our mission. I... I... I made it myself. But though their worlds were very different... These pale visitors are strange to us. No one is to go near them. Their destinies were one. From Walt Disney Pictures comes the story of an American legend. Who are you? 
Pocahontas. Come run the hidden pine trails of the forest. Come taste the sun-sweet berries of the earth. Come roll in all the riches all around you. And for once, never wonder what they're worth. Hello, John Smith. The tree is talking to me. Then you should talk back. He's handsome, too. Oh, I like her. She believed in her dreams. Bokorum has asked to seek your hand in marriage. I think my dream is pointing me down another path. Followed her heart. What are you doing here? I had to see you again. You'll be turning your back on your own people. I can't believe you. And found a love that changed the world. Let the spirits of the earth guide you. I love him, Father. Bravo! On June 23rd. Disney presents its all-new 33rd full-length animated motion picture. I look once more Just around the riverbank Beyond the shore Somewhere past the sea With music by Academy Award winner Alan Menken And lyrics by award-winning lyricist Stephen Schwartz And you'll never hear the wolf cry To the blue corn moon For whether we are white or copper-skinned This summer Experience the adventure. Until you can paint with all the colors of the wind. Pocahontas. Hello, all you D-heads. This is Frank, the newest member of the D-team, bringing you the Disney Quote of the Week. And how excited am I to make my debut on the 200th episode? Here's the 200 more. Since Thanksgiving is just one week away, it was only fitting that this week's Disney Quote comes from the film Pocahontas, which was released on June 23, 1995. The film was a commercial success, grossing $346 million worldwide with a production budget of just $55 million. It's not a bad return on investment, if you ask me. The film went on to win two Academy Awards. The first was Best Musical or Comedy Score, going to Alan Menken, composer, and Stephen Schwartz, lyricist. The second was Best Original Song, Colors of the Wind, by Alan Menken, composer, Stephen Schwartz, lyricist. Now, Pocahontas was Disney's seventh princess, and she is the first Disney princess to have been based, albeit loosely, on a real person instead of a fairy tale. Now, given the culture of the world today, I felt it was fitting to give this quote by Pocahontas. You think the only people who are people are the people who look and think like you. But if you walk the footsteps of a stranger, you'll learn things you never knew you never knew. Well, that's all the time I have this week. This has been Disney Quotes of the Week. Have a magical week. Nice. I never expected that. I guess that's what Thanksgiving is really all about. Not expecting things, but just being thankful for what is. You're right, Leonard, and I thank you for that. The blessing, Leonard. Tis the gift to be simple, tis the gift to be free. Tis the gift to come in off the cold limolene. But when the rain doth chill, our spirits don't sink. We eat at some corn, we have a little drink. We live to bob another day I throw all my allergy pills away We're here and we're family Let us all be thankful for that And gravy
Yes, I'll be thankful for that. And gravy. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hi, this is Bill Farmer, the voice behind the characters Goofy, Pluto, and many of your other Disney favorites. And you're listening to Disney On Demand. <laughs> and now, a Disney On Demand memory. Hey, D-Heads. It's Alexa again. I just wanted to share with you guys what I am most thankful for this Thanksgiving season. I'm going to go with the typical cliche and say that I am extremely grateful for my family and my friends. You guys know the saying that goes, when trial comes, some, I'm paraphrasing of course, I'm not that cool, I don't know it exactly, but it's basically like when hard time comes, that's when you find out who your real friends are. And I feel like when hard times have come for me, that my family and my friends have really, you know, stepped up their game more than I would even expect them to. And it's actually, it's extremely awesome and really really sweet my best friend her name is Elenia she talks to me every day and asks me how I'm doing health wise and everything and asks me if there's anything I need and everything she takes such good care of me and my husband's the same way he takes such good care of me and he is so patient and ever hold anything against me especially things that I can't control so that is something that is very sweet as well and that I can be very grateful for. I also have a super awesome dog. Her name is Ellie, as in Carl and Ellie from Up. And she is the sweetest dog ever. She is like, oh, she's the best. She's the best. I don't care what any of you say, my dog's better, okay? And lastly, my husband is just the best person ever. I feel so lucky. I feel like I must have tricked him somehow into marrying me, you know? But he is super awesome and I'm so grateful for him. Alright, that's it for now. I obviously am, I have a lot. I could go on and on and on forever, but thank you for listening. Disney Channel gives thanks all week long. I am most thankful for my family um, because they're the people that can get you through anything. I am thankful for being able to have the ability to impact lives and children across the world and let them know that you can do it too with drive and commitment. I'm thankful for my family and my friends because without them, I wouldn't be anywhere. I'm definitely thankful for all the people who I have around me who I love and care for and get to spend time with. Disney Channel gives thanks all this week.
friends, this is Jamie and Trisha. And today, Magical Munchies is all about celebrating two big milestones. Not only is it our 10th Magical Munchies show, this is the 200th episode of Diz Radio. This is so exciting. And when we think celebrations, we think celebratory food like cake, champagne, boozy water, churros. <laughs> so in honor of the 200th episode of Diz Radio, we are doing Around Disney World in 200 Bites. And over the next 10 minutes, we're going to list 200, yes, I said 200, foods or drinks you can find at Disney World. We are eating all over the world, food fan. Now, we talk fast to begin with and realize you may be listening to this while you're driving or in the shower at the office. So we'll also be posting this list on my Facebook at author Trisha Dobb. And we want to challenge you, Disney foodie fans. Get the list. Go through it and check off everything you've had. Let's see how many of the 200 foods you've tried. Yes, because if there's something we love as much as foods, it's a list. And so get the list on my Facebook. All of the foods on this list, either Jamie, I, or both of us have actually tried. So these are these are tested foods as well. Okay, Jamie, you ready? Bring it. This is going to be food-tastic. We're going to start with the top 20 must-have Disney foods. You know, the ones that are in every book and are in pics all over the Instagram and the Facebook. Ready? Ready? Go. Mickey ice cream. Mickey waffle. Mickey pretzel. Dole Whip. Large crispy head or Mickey ice Mickey rice crispy. Gigantor caramel apple. Popcorn. Churros. Starbucks coffee in front of the castle. Beverly soda. Violet lemonade. Fairy tale cuvee. Turkey legs. Cheese fries. The cheeseburger steam pod. Mickey shortbread cookies. Ice cold soda in a souvenir sipper. Funnel cake. The night blossom. Macarons. Okay, so now what we're going to do, we've got that top 20 list. We're going to keep it going up to 200. We're going to go by parks, starting with Magic Kingdom. And we're starting with Fudge. Tiramisu. Tuna salad sandwich. Footlong hot dog. Mac and cheese hot dog. Breakfast lasagna. A waffle with strawberries and whipped cream. The gray stuff. Potato leek soup. Braised pork co- coke oven. A croque monsieur. Cinnamon roll the size of a small child's head. <laughs> LeFou's brew. <laughs> Clock strikes 12. The Jacques and Goose cheesecake. Caprice flatbread. Lobster roll. Fried shrimp. Pot roast. Bread with fenugreek honey. Falls family falafel. C-S-E-A, shumai. Orinoco Ida's cachapas. Baba berber lamb. <laughs> Pineapple upside down cake. Pina Colada, the non-alcoholic version. Happily Ever After, Red Velvet Cupcake. Villain's Cupcake. A Kid's Kebab. Sparkling Cider. A Dark Chocolate Dipped Strawberry. Strawberry Tart. Cheesecake Brownie Bites. Chocolate Marshmallow Tart. A Pineapple Delight. Oreo Mickey Tart. Cookies at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Peppermint Bark. Snowman Sugar Cookie. Hot chocolate. Seared mahi-mahi. We're at Epcot now for number 61, seared mahi-mahi. Catfish. Ice wine. Prosciutto and mozzarella. Bon appetit. A Rossini. Cookie sandwich. A chicken harissa roll. Marbella summer cocktail. Lamb sausage. Beef brouette. Bubble tea. Sake. Mochi. Beef udon. Tomato soup. Avocado crema. Which we know and love. That was our winner for (laughs) the winner, winner, winner. Spicy hummus fries. Croissant escargot. Sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp. Teriyaki glazed spam. (laughs) Cheese soup. Shrimp scampi. 
Peggy wings. Watermelon salad. The urban fairy cocktail. Violet lemonade. Maple popcorn shake. Cheddar garlic biscuit. The cider flight. Frushi. <laughs> Shrimp and stone ground grits. Pecan maple bark. An iced Christmas toddy for you holiday fans. <laughs> Bush Noel. <laughs> Cheese fondue. Panettone. <laughs> Boozy frozen s'mores. Mm, holiday sandwich. A shredded beef tamale with that avocado crema again. Sipping chocolate. A jumbo chocolate chip cookie palette. Deconstructed BLT. A night sky latte. Cronuts. That's cronuts. Pop day art. Kerr Imperial Cocktail. A lobster bisque. Salad Nicoa. Tomate et fromage flatbread. Steak frites. Cream brulee. Chips and guacamole. Queso fundido. Jalapeno margarita. A horchata margarita. Mole poblano. Empanadas. Tacos vegetales. Habanero lime Martian margarita. Now at 119, we're headed over to Hollywood Studios. Onion rings. Spinach and artichoke dip. Sampling of mom's favorite recipes. (laughs) With dad's electric lemonade on the side. And grandpa's crab cake. Some dark side chicken and waffles. Grapefruit cake. Togarashi crusted ahi tuna. Mediterranean salad. Curry sausage at Animal Kingdom. Now we're at Animal Kingdom. Sparletta. Pangu lumpia. I think I pronounced that wrong. No, you're good. <laughs> Blueberry cream cheese mousse. A cheeseburger flatbread. Cheeseburger egg roll. A sugarcane mojito. Dim sum basket. Chicken fried rice. Grilled chicken BLT. Curry chicken. A breakfast frittata. A snow leopard cocktail. Kungaloosh beer. Grilled octopus. Lobster popcorn Thai curry soup. The sustainable seasonal fish causa. Tiffin signature bread service. A duo of venison. Leek ash on duo of venison. That's a first. Pan-seared <laughs> duck breast. Mustang coffee. South American chocolate ganache. Lobster corn dog. And we're headed over to, to Disney Springs now with the lobster corn dog. And uh, crab cake. Prosecco. A fig and berries cocktail. Cucumber cooler. Very merry moonshine. Moonshine sampler. Church lady deviled eggs. Smoked fish dip. Kimchi. Jovito mojito. A shrimp marrakesh. Ocean beach sea salt caramel sundae. Grilled avocado and ahi tuna. Filet sliders. A sprinkle shake. Peanut butter pretzel chip cookie. The, and now we're headed over to some of the resorts with the kitchen sink. Chips and dip. Margarita flight. Empanadas. Black beans beignets late night pepperoni pizza late night gelato caramelized banana topping butter chicken indian style bread service naan cowboy style baked beans fresh baked cornbread a birthday cupcake lily koi juice or jungle juice a loco moco bread pudding pineapple coconut bread kona cafe coffee uh strawberry soup Puffed pastry spawn. Cheese blintzes. Red velvet pancakes. The tangled eggs. Banana cake. Chicken fingers. Fried chicken. Kitty cocktails. Grilled cheese. And Disney wedding cake. 
And last but not least, Jamie, food number from 200. The, from the Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom, the Patriot's Platter. Just in time for Thanksgiving. Woo! Girl, we did that. We just did that, ate that, and we went around Disney World in 200 bites and a few sips. And now I'm hungry for some cheese. And for a cocktail. And churros! <laughs> churros! <laughs> So, Dads, don't forget to head over to Facebook and find the list. Tell us how many of these foods you can check off. And now, if you're a visual person and you need some food pics, head over to Instagram or Facebook and search on hashtag 50DisneyBites. And that I will actually be posting pictures of 50 of the foods on this list. And, Jamie, you're also posting pictures of some of the foods on this list. That's right. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm Lilo underscore the Lost Princess. And you can join me for Foodie Friday, where I'll be featuring all sorts of photos and tips on my various trips to Walt Disney World and also Disneyland. So you can check out some delicious foodie photos. Check and out the hashtag Foodie abs- Friday. Definitely. <laughs> and you can find me, Trisha, on Instagram at NotSoEvilDisney's, NotSoEvil underscore Disney Stepmom, or on Facebook at Author Trisha Dobb. And that is where the list will be posted. And if you have a Disney foodie fan or Disney fan on your holiday shopping list, a signed copy of a book makes a magical and unique gift. And I have a book ready to go for your Disney fan. So contact me on Instagram or Facebook to get your signed copy. These make amazing gifts, absolutely amazing gifts, because who doesn't love food and who doesn't love family? So Trisha's got you covered with both, and I've got my own special signed copy, so you should get one too. So (laughs) thank you, all of you wonderful D-heads, for joining us for the 200th episode of Diz Radio. Thank you again, and don't forget to try Tonight we start what we hope will become a weekend update tradition. Every Thanksgiving from now on, a different SNL performer will compose and sing an original song to commemorate the holiday. We couldn't think of a better person to begin this tradition than our own Adam Sandler. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Adam, are you ready? Yes, I am, Kevin. I've worked all week on my song, and I hope you'll be entertained and a little moved. (laughs) Love to eat turkey. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat the turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat so good. <laughs> a turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey, turkey, dee, turkey, turkey, dap. I eat that turkey and I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say Turkey with the gravy and the cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded that for strawberry. Turkey for you and a turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave the girl BD. Uh, uh, gobble, gobble, dee. A gobble, gobble, docky. I used to go to camp at Lake Win a Pusaki. Come on, Kevin. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. Okay. 
A turkey for me and a turkey for you. Let's feed the turkey in a big brown shoe. Turkey leaves me and turkey leaves me. I wish turkey could only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving! Super. And their dealings with stressed envelope to Davis and Kirk. Right down that On the Disney Sunday movie, share with the Bridges family a holiday classic for all generations. Boys get mighty attached to that goose. He gave you his word. The Thanksgiving Promise. Jonathan Johnson. What? My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. Was this baby? We'll never be alone. You just tell the man you want to go back to your mother. All right, D-Head, so I am back. I hope you enjoyed our fun 200 celebration as well as Thanksgiving. And most importantly, giving thanks to everybody in your family, your friends, and your loved ones. And I'd like to extend a very special thank you once again to Mark Roseman for stopping in here, chatting with all of us, taking this trip down memory lane, and so much more. You have been part of many great Disney Channel classics that people have passed on to generations. Thank you, Mark, once again for stopping in and celebrating Thanksgiving with us here at the show. I'd also like to thank the DT. Yes, the D-Team is the one that makes the magic happen, so thank you to the D-Team of Dominic, Aaron, Alexa, Trisha, Jamie, and Frank, adding him to the D-Team as well. So thank you, the D-Team, for stopping in with your signature segments, and remember, you can connect up with the D-Team on our official website at DizRadio.com. Just go to the D-Team page. And finally, thank you, the D-Heads. I say it every single week, but thank you, the D-Heads. Without you, there would be no show. You are the reason. We've been coming at you for almost eight years, 200 shows here this week, and so much more so thank you the d heads for stopping in and making the magic happen now next week we are taking the week off next week is officially thanksgiving and as we always mention we want you to celebrate thanksgiving with your friends your family and your loved ones don't worry about downloading a show hearing us chime into your ears and so much more just take that time slow down spend that time to be thankful for eat that dinner and have all kinds of fun. So next week, we are taking the week off here at Diz Radio. 
But the following week, we are kicking into show number 201 with something very fun. So before I clue you in as to what we're going to be kicking off for that show, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our fullest of past shows, the complete podcast archives, our latest news blogs, and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com, D-I-Z Radio. Com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash dizradioshow. That's D-I-Z radio S-H-O-W. You can also join our D-Wire Disney discussion group on Facebook as well. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and many other places. All you have to do is search Disney On Demand, Diz Radio, D-I-Z radio, or Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. And that'll help you find us on all these outlets and more to stay connected here at the show on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, you name it, you can find us there. And maybe you just can't wait. You want the show instantly in your ears. You're waiting to hear from the D-Team, our celebrity guests, and so much more that we bring here to the show. It is super easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and subscribe right there. Search Disney On Demand, Disney Blue, or Diz Radio. Find the show, hit subscribe, and get the latest shows on your iPhone, your Android, your tablet, the device of your choosing. It is that easy. And if you can't remember any of these links, you're like, I have no clue what he just said. Just go to DizRadio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com, and there you can find all these links there as well. All right, it has been a fun show. Thanksgiving is in the wings. We're ready to eat some turkey, some stuffing, some pumpkin pie. Watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And of course, watch all those Thanksgiving classics before we roll into Christmas. And coming for show number 201, we are kicking off our 7th annual Diz Radio Very Merry Christmas Celebration. Yes, we're all month long. We're going to be bringing some Christmas cheer all throughout the month. It is going to be fun. It is our 7th annual Diz Radio Very Merry Christmas Celebration. And to help us kick it off is somebody that you know as a mother. You know her as a Yellow Ranger. You know her as somebody who has her hands full with a very large family. I'm going to leave it at that as we kick off our Christmas celebration with show number 201. So until then, all of you D-heads, as I always say, take time, slow down, and never neglect family for business. You can always make money, you can't always make memories. Make the magic happen, sit down with friends, family, loved ones, you name it, and make the magic happen. Take that time and spend Thanksgiving with all those that you truly are thankful for, and be thankful for what you have. So until next week, all of you D-heads, go out there, have fun, make the memories, and happy, happy Thanksgiving. We've come to the time in the season When family and friends gather near To offer a prayer of thanksgiving for blessings we've known through the years To join hands and thank the Creator Now when Thanksgiving is due And this year when I count my blessings I'm thanking the Lord He made you This year when I count my blessings I'm thanking the Lord He made you I'm grateful for the laughter of children The sun and the wind and the rain The color of blue 
in your sweet eyes the sight of a high-balling train the moon rise over a prairie and old love that you've made new and this year when I count my blessings I'm thanking the Lord he made you and this year when I count my blessings Time comes to be going, it won't be in sorrow and tears. I'll kiss you goodbye and I'll go on the way, grateful for all of the years. I thank for all that you gave me, for teaching me what love can do. And Thanksgiving Day. For the rest of my life, I'm thanking the Lord He made you. Thanksgiving Day, for the rest of my life, I'm thanking the Lord He made you. on this whole planet who don't know who the Hutus and Tutsis are. You know, Corey, for once, I think our ignorance may be working for us. What, you mean if we knew better, we wouldn't be friends? Yeah. So I'm glad we don't know better. Yeah, me too. Well, our table is in order. It is time to proceed with our holiday repast. Are you guys sure this is okay? There's always room for more at our table. It is our Thanksgiving custom to go around the table and let each person say what they are thankful for. Then we eat? Then we eat. I'm thankful for that. Next. <laughs> More? Okay. Um, I'm also thankful to be having Thanksgiving dinner with my brother and my sister and all my friends. And that I'm taping the game. <laughs> Next. I'm thankful for these guests and that we've been blessed with enough food to share with them. Herman? I'm thankful to be sitting next to this delicate blossom was one my heart. Dearest? I am for once thankful to be sitting at the kids' table. Sean? I'm thankful that you're my friend. And I guess I'm thankful that my parents taught me to like people for who they are. Even if they weren't lucky enough to be raised that way themselves. Well, I feel about two inches tall. It's two inches taller than I feel. Maybe we could all try this again. Be ashamed to waste all that cheese. <laughs> hey, Luke. Why don't you join us here? We're, we're having an emergency meeting of the human race. <clears throat> Y'all have uh, room for us? Yeah. There's always room for more at our table. Thank you for tuning in to Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. The content and thoughts expressed are those of the show and not the Disney company. Now go on and relive the magic, memories, and appreciation from your lifetime of Disney. See you real soon.